The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Did you hear the story about the Super Bowl parade? And no. like Matt Stafford was getting mad. Oh my God. Up. Oh my God. I saw that. I saw. Yeah. So when the so, girl. Oh, and the girl falls off the stage. <laughs> Dude. Sorry. And he fucking was he like, dipped. oh my God. And he just left. Well, no. Do you want to know? Okay. So they're on the, <laughs> they're on the stage. Homegirl falls off yeah. right in front of him. He turned around and what he did, that was his wife that was yeah. next to him. And he, was he, like, went, he went, take care of that. Yeah. And then he just drank a bottle yeah. of water and he fucking <laughs> dipped. dipped. And the hilarious part is this. As a human being, your first instinct should be like, oh my God. Get and, her help. And help. Yeah. And, he, and it's funny because like apologists for him were like, well, he's not a medical technician. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, but like, you call a medical um, technician or you help yeah. <laughs> uh, just as a human being yeah that was a not a good look no no dude you never want to she get... she broke her back she literally fractured her spine um but stafford is taking care of all the medical bills fucking a is now yeah but the plot thickens <laughs> So people started realizing who this person was. They went back into her fucking Twitter feed. Oh, no. Bro. What? And she's just got tweet after tweet after tweet. And it's just like, inward, inward, <gasps> inward. You fucking fat Mexican. Fucking, oh, my yeah. God. She's busting on like Chinese people and shit. So and now like, everybody's like, fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's do a quick rewind. <laughs> Let's assume Matt Stafford did not know that at the time because <laughs> nobody yeah, yeah. did. No, I'm still going to offer some assistance. If you see somebody fuck up. and I would love for know. him to come out and just be like, oh, no, I used to follow this bitch on Twitter. Fuck yeah, her. like I knew yeah. her. Fuck that bitch, yeah. dude. Yeah. Fucking crack it. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> like he just comes out hard, dude. <laughs> fuck you, Rebecca. And her dude, her shit's pretty rough. Really? It's that bad? Oh, yeah. She's like... That's pretty funny, though. I just got out of the ghetto, almost got killed by some N-words, because, fuck, <gasps> yeah. She, I'm, oh, my no, God. Yeah. Dude. So what was she doing there? And now Do there's know? all the apologists for her. They're like, well, she's allowed to say whatever she wants. It's just a word. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody. I'm getting to the point. I'm serious. Like, I, it's just, it's hard to, like, like anybody. Yeah. It's... it's it, and granted, we've all done things that, like, if you look back in context, out of context, sure, we've all made mistakes. I've made mistakes. You've made mistakes. But it's not so unbelievably, you know, overt. Like, that, yeah. when, you, when you're doing stuff like that, you're on a different level. This isn't yeah. like, you know. I mean, know, we archived two years of this podcast 
for a reason. For a reason. <laughs> but it would none of it was done out of spider mouth. No, it was but we were just on we were just on one. We were just trying to make for ourselves two laugh. Exactly. Right. And we have a particular brand of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just trying to make each other laugh. It was yeah, not I done know. out of spider malice or Never. anything like that. So Never. but that's fucking hilarious, dude. I saw that video clip and I fucking almost died. Yeah, dude. He was, take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> just dipped it. <laughs> it's just you and me, Fiji Water. It's just you and me. That's all I care okay. about. Well, I'm starting to hate Canadians. You know, <laughs> Who might be the nicest people on planet Earth? They're so hard to hate. They're super kind. Canada is a beautiful country. They are notoriously polite. That is supposed to be, except the Quebecians or Quebecistan or whatever they call it over there. Those people are interesting. People from Montreal are a different breed just because they're French Canadians. Oh, because they're they're French. They're they're fucking gnarly. And the French are kind of, you know, French. eh, They're They're a little French. I know. I can say it because I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're. They're dirty frogs, and I could not be oh, wow. could not be happier about it. Good um, God. They are. Uh, <laughs> they're my family. I can say that. Uh, but, dude, Canada is in day, what, now as we record here on a beautiful Friday afternoon? Beautiful. Um, day 20 into this Canadian trucker anti-vax sort of stopping the flow of goods and services coming across the border from Canada. So it's predominantly about mandates. It's right? about man- they have three um they have basically three things that they said they want three demands. Their manifesto. Their their Canadian <laughs> trucker manifesto. Um this was not written by the best and brightest. No. Right, sure. Um it's sad when your biggest intellectual is Jordan Peterson. <laughs> That should tell you something. Yeah. Um, He's oh, a good get. And Brian Adams, Canadian. Um, <laughs> what else can we say? Um, who, um, who else is Canadian? George you know, St. Pierre. George St. Pierre. He's awesome. But he's a, he's from Quebec. Martin Short. Yes. Tom Green. Is he? Yeah. Ooh, see, that's an indictment. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion. Indictment. Indictment. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the CFL <laughs> indictment. indictment. Okay, um, we're gonna go the full hundred meters, eh? <laughs> Do you guys know how far that is? Yeah, we're gonna go hard all three downs, eh? <laughs> all three downs, eh? The twelve of us are gonna take it down the hundred meters. <laughs> Hopefully, we score a goal. Um, so, a bunch of Canadian. Truckers in the trucking industry have gotten together over the last three weeks. I'm sure you guys have seen something about this, but there's so much more going on with this story. They've essentially went to Ottawa, right, which is the capital, and they've made it impossible for commerce, traffic, people that live in Ottawa to do anything. They've they blocked off a ton of streets, bridges, thoroughfares. Um, which subsequently has resulted in what's been estimated upwards of $300 million a day in lost revenue for businesses back and forth. Um, and it's funny the my biggest thing was, okay. And then, okay, let's get through the kind of the, the data and then we can break this down. So subsequently Trudeau, um, they call him prime minister hairline, I believe in <laughs> Canada, it's beautiful head of hair uh justin trudeau is 
um, enacted the Emergencies Act. And what this act says is it's a number of different things. They could bring in the military. They can do a number of things. What they decided to do to combat this because they're losing so much revenue. I believe they said the revenue that's been lost already is bigger than their defense budget. Wow. That, so when we say $300 million in America, dude, that's a fucking ginormous amount of money. But it doesn't move the needle like to our northern partners. That being said, they've they've enacted the Emergencies Act. And so what they're going to be able to do moving forward, which, by the way, I don't agree with. I am going to put this out there. I don't think this, this reeks to me of Scaryville. They're able, if they suspect you or or get your name you've been involved in this you will lose your job and they will fucking basically seize your assets not saying they'll seize it and put it in their pocket per se but you will not have access to your money through a bank right okay that's fucking scary dude like so if i was a canadian citizen and i donated money to um whatever um you know, nonprofit A and nonprofit A donated to nonprofit B and C and D. However, that chain goes down, they could follow that chain. Uh, that chain. Um, even I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying this is a possibility and seize your assets. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Like when you start talking, like it's one thing with that Emergencies Act, they could have brought in the military and it might have gotten very sh- fucking not cool. There yeah. might have been bloodshed on both sides, possibly. Sure. But wouldn't that have been a quicker, um, just succinct ending to this? They would have unblocked the road, moved the trucks, arrested people. Right. There might have been bullets. I don't know. Who knows? But wouldn't that have been preferable to people's fucking assets getting seized? And, with, and this is like some Patriot Act shit. Oh, where yeah. They don't need to ask you. There's no court. There's no fucking, they just do it. So, I mean, this thing's getting super bad. And every day that goes by, and it was funny, they were, uh, I love Jordan Klepper um, from The Daily Show. Guy's amazing. He specifically makes me laugh like a lot, especially when he goes out and he went out to the Canadian trucker thing and he had a short thing. Um, And they said, no, we're prepared to stay here for two years. And it's like, okay. So you're going to destroy your capital for yeah. two for for your own. So they have three demands, like I said before. One of them is the the mandates, mm-hmm. right? That's the biggest one, and it's what what's troubling to me is I think they said somewhere between eighty and ninety percent of the truckers that are involved are already vaccinated. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. But they're hoping yeah. we join them in solidarity, which we won't. No. There's no way we're going to clog up. Dude, do you know how fast the U.S. would be like, excuse me, we're fucking, dude, you're going to jail and removing your trucks yeah. right now. I, so I don't know. It's a very weird situation. Um, and it's costing both sides of the border a lot of money. 100%. Um, $300 million a day is crazy. You think of all all those businesses that rely yeah. on, on that. Uh, commerce back and forth and it's it seems so selfish and so single just completely myopic and and like it's our liberties and it's like it feels like we infected our northern neighbors with our special brand of stupidity we've turned minor inconveniences into fucking assaults on our liberty 
dude. You know what I mean? Mountains like, out of molehills like a motherfucker. I don't want to fucking put a mask on when I get in the Uber, but I'm not going to fucking flip out about it. Let's put the fucking mask on. Who cares? It's, we've gotten to that point, though, where, where, like you said, minor inconveniences. That's all it is. There are it's people crazy. that are literally starving in Africa, I'm sure. But like... <laughs> That was our parents' go-to. <laughs> it really was. You better eat that. There's, There's kids children starving. In, There's yeah. children in China. I, I know. Yeah. Which there there are. Definitely. And they're starving. Yeah. Um, I don't know but if you guys... Like, oh, I don't want to fucking like, do the thing I hate to do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot take. There are people starving here. Of course. Yeah. So this whole thing has not been... There's no solving of this. Um, even though the child tax credit has cut childhood poverty and hunger in half. Yeah. By the way. And so, we should shit all over that yeah, too. Yeah, let's is just happening. shit on that too. Yeah. Um, there's so much going on in the world. That one was weird to me. Because you know what? Fuck single moms. Yeah. You know Terrible. What? They've been Terrible fucking people. shit up forever. Fucking mooching war widows. <laughs> war widows. It's <laughs> so specific. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's funny because then you get all these right wing pundits, um, you know, the, the, the Tuckers and Shapiros and all these guys that go on. And it's funny. They just can't help jerking off to this fucking, oh, they're fighting for their rights and liberty. And but meanwhile, they're wealthy fucking waspish fucking, you know, of course. they've never, their hands are about as soft as my daughter's. Trust me. Um, they're fighting for all of that stuff. And meanwhile, you can flash back to 2020 during the BLM riots, and all they can say is, Trump's got to do something. He's got to send boots on the ground and stop all this stuff. Then you flash a year forward, and they're like, I can't believe the government is going to be doing this and going in during these peaceful protests. It's so unbelievably obvious and grifty. I, I just... It, 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 it's it, gross. It's so gross, and it baffles me how, like... You could show somebody who's a supporter of those guys and supporter of this, those comments back and forth, and they'll be like, ah, it's different. Yeah. And the only reason it's different is because it's you. Yeah. That's why it's different. Of course. It's it's so unbelievably obvious. This is why we have such a hard time and we want to fucking, you know, put be on the roof with a rifle half the time. Because uh -huh. we're just fucking, it, it, it used to at least be nuanced. Right. And now it's just so blatant and obvious yeah. and nobody it's so it's so heady we can't figure it out man yeah. we just can't figure it out this is crazy you know well we were talking about it earlier i think for me the you know the the uh, the pivot came with with bush v bush v gore yeah that's that when like we started to see politics become so striated yeah uh, i would and, have to agree never gotten back to I mean, you know to, to normalcy whatever that normalcy was but i i remember growing up and yes republicans didn't like democrats and back and forth but it was fairly civil mm -hmm. you didn't think they were the devil and that that you're right that was the breaking point that's the yeah. first crack in the dam of our our belief in government and yeah. it, that has then if been, you're a republican you're hitler yeah Right. If you're a Democrat, you're Stalin. Yeah, you're a, no, you're a socialist. <laughs> you know, you're a complete yeah. fucking, you want to just... Yeah. And it's funny, because now they're like, oh, we should have open borders to Canada and let them all in. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> uh, what about 
southern border. What's the difference? Hmm. Wait, we'll give the you difference. You guys are listening. We'll give you time to think. Right, hold on. Hmm. Okay, so Canada, <laughs> Mexico. What's the difference? I'm well. I'm I'm at a loss. I'm completely at a loss. I'm baffled. What um, is the difference? I'm sure we'll figure that out later. Uh, everyone, you are back in Cloud City, y'all. You are back. You are with us. You are in our hearts. You are in our pants. <laughs> you are in Cloud City. Welcome back to the Whiskey Reel. We are the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. We are sitting here many, many, many miles above the Earth's crust, looking down on all of you, judging, just judgments and judgings. Yeah. And that's what we do. We love doing that to you. Peasants. Um, but peasants. Um, <laughs> one of the worst things we call peons. Peons. Because you pee on them the proletariat i don't mind the proletariat because we're not the bourgeoisie oh wow we're not the bourgeois we are not we are with you we're work we are part of the working force we are bougie though we're bougie but we're not bourgeois no exactly feel me yeah i'm gonna put that on a shirt trademark distinction so uh we are the proletariat we're the kings of the proletariat we are fighting for workers rights all over the world we love you all Thank you for joining us again. I hope you enjoyed that last episode with uh, our benefactor, Mr. Blake Crouch. Sorry about the audio. I know it was a little weird. Um, but once we get the ball rolling, it's not like we're going to stop and do a check. And so you guys just got to deal with it. That's why you have yeah. speakers. You turn it up and you can hear it. And, and that's Blake's how that works. coming back. He's going to be back on the... Of course yeah. he is. But he's a very soft-spoken gentleman. Yes. And we're going to fix that technical difficulty going forward. But I hope you enjoyed the conversation because it was enlightening and very interesting it really was to see the inner workings of the hollyweird um it's very kind of mis- mystical and, and motherfuckers got like spielberg money coming in now like yeah, so oh, brother he, he you thought he was our benefactor before don't forget who loves you brother. i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so when you see us on a new platform and we're you know wearing gucci and louis and you know dolce yeah, you yeah. know why um because that's obviously what we'd spend our money on uh, <laughs> that being said, welcome back. We are in Cloud City. First and foremost, thank you to Wagon Wheel Liquor. They provide all of our liquor. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but for now, sitting across from me is uh, I've I I just I love him and I hate him. <laughs> I call him my fucker Carlson. He is one of my favorite human beings on the planet he is the bobby cron he is the last variant yeah all right there'll be no more variants after the bobby i'm spreading that shit too spread that oh i know you are dog um (laughs) there's butt plugs involved in a lot of stuff but i love you fucker this is this is (laughs) the ambassador the ambassador of butt stuff this is one mr bobbeth van noise of the tallahassee van noises hello (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna make mine more succinct oh good um across from me mr antonio branderas he is the general manager of ukraine yeah brother <laughs> oh i don't want to be right now no no that's sir god that's shit. a shitty job that's a bad job that's like being that gm at sizzler you got <laughs> There's no upside. Quality control at Sizzler. <laughs> Make sure those mojo potatoes are at 165. My buddy, Tony Montanus, the opposite of Dorian Gray, sits across from me. 
Yeah, brother. Love you, buddy. Yeah, thank you, man. Good to be back. Good to be back. Back in Cloud City. Um, Yeah, we're doing some fun stuff today. Uh, Canada is a a bad country. Okay, (laughs) so let's jump to Canada. I believe that's what they call it. Um, We are going to jump into some interesting stuff. All right. We went to old Wagon Wheel. And we picked up uh, something we've never had before. Yeah. And and we like to keep it. I mean, sometimes we go a little baller and get something kind of upper crusty uh, price wise because, you know, we ball like that here. And we want to give you guys the best of the best. Um, we can't drink uh, fucking. <laughs> what did you bring in the studio the other day? Uh, we can't bring bad, bad bourbon all the time. Oh, the bad batch. The oh. devil's cut the bad batch let's call it the bad batch um the de- we're not we can't drink devil's cut all that the time. was it was special that went down my sink <laughs> you're lucky mikey walnuts doesn't live there yeah. anymore because that would have been down his well, throat yeah it would have been right yeah, down his face for sure um we got some, i've never seen this before it's kind of cool packaging it's got it that is. like new school cylindrical bottle um this is called traverse city whiskey company this is out of Traverse City, Michigan. Michigan for you Michiganers. Michigan. Um, everybody I've ever met from Michigan does the whole hand thing. They're like, "Where are you from?" Oh, I'm from this town, and they hold up their hand. It's oh, really shit. annoying. I didn't know that was a thing. Don't do that anymore. Uh, this is from Michigan. This is aged in new American oak barrels for four years or more, which is kind of baller. Um, oak, new oak, not cheap. Um, so the fact that they age all of this in New York um, s- means they spend a lot of money on their fucking bourbon. So this is a straight bourbon, 43%, 86 proof. This is small batch. It's numbered. This was batch 19 yeah. uh, by my by my counts. Um, they have a fun little thing. It says, in Traverse City, we spend endless summer nights. Um, I, I was going to make a... a, a KKK joke. Um, in Traverse City, we spend endless summer nights chasing brown people by the lake with nothing but a circle of hoods, a campfire, and a bottle of Molotov cocktails. That's Indiana. Here's, oh, sorry. Here's to more memorable summer nights for our hometown and yours. Cheers. I'm sure they're fun people. I'm just no, joking. These are great people. Missouri. Uh, I mean, Michigan and the Midwest tends to have like. And this is a nice spirit. You know what? I'm not going to shit on it whatsoever. This this is corn barley, you know, barley yeah. malted barley, and and you know they they throw some rye in there as well. Um, this is kind of I don't want to call it basic, but it's good basic. It, it is. Is that fair to say? I there's but the, I'll say this. I'll be not the devil's advocate. It'll be the devil. You're going to be the devil's cut. There is nothing that stands out about this spirit. Other than the fact that it's kind of a good bourbon, good bourbon. That's it. Yeah. I would put this as like, this is going to be my B minus C plus B minus. I don't think it's by, by the way, for you, if you know any of these people that distill, I'm not shitting on this whatsoever. No, I think what we're saying is this is a very bourbony bourbon. It's fine. If somebody poured this for me at a bar, I taste it on, I'd be like, Oh, that's, that's good. There's nothing like, about it that, that just jumps out, though. No, there's I, there's nothing special 
right. about it. It is a very well-crafted yes. bourbon. 100%. Um, I don't know what would make me buy this over other bourbons at this price point. Um, which se, was which by the way was i think i it was 30 like 38 dollars retail not horrible not horrible um but there are a lot of other bourbons if i were to spend three four dollars more i can get a lot more bang for my buck i think you could spend five dollars less and get some similar bourbon some devil's cut you know well obviously <laughs> <laughs> but like trace or something like that i mean you could get a down the line bourbon, right? A few bucks cheaper, right? That doesn't mean this isn't a buy, and it's a beautiful bottle. Yeah, it'd be it's, a no, great it's little gift. Yeah, for, it's, a, uh, it's a good gift. I, and listen, something for your stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> something for your weird stepbrother that used to just stay in his room, and then he cut a hole in his wall and would look at you at night. This would be a great gift for him. Gross. Because he needs help. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's 86 uh, proof. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Uh, there, there is a... <clears throat> American oak, especially when it's new, tends to impart a lot of wood. Uh, the tertiary flavors can sometimes be over the top. That being said, this isn't overly coy, like, cloying. It's not candy barred. It's not no. overly vanilla or caramel. It's very kind of subdued. Very artisanal in that regard. It's just hard to pull anything out of it. Maybe we're just fucking salty bastards that have been doing this for so long. Sure. That maybe four years ago, five years ago, we would have tasted this and went, God damn, this is fucking awesome. But I think at this point, there is so much competition yeah. and product out there. Like last week, we did the Blade and Bow. Which that was, was exceptional. Exceptional. Like it felt different. Yeah. We went with something we haven't tried, and this is what happens. Not all of them are going to be these like elevated things, although Wagon Wheel will be providing us with whiskey moving forward where every single week it's going to be an absolute assassin. So I'm very excited about that. Me too. We were on our own this week, right? The bosses yeah. were out of town. They're on vacation. They're allowed <laughs> to do that sometimes. So the children were left to play. And we picked this up. I'm not upset with it by and any stretch. I wouldn't even say don't buy this bottle. I would no. say just like it. it's right in a gray area of it's, like quality versus cost. Uh, it's what I remember I told you like in wine, there's the death zone of Pinot Noir. When you hit $20 for a Pinot Noir, there's a thousand of them. Yes. And they're so broad and there's the breath is huge. And you almost want to price it higher or lower. Just to dis, yeah. you know, distinguish yourself. Yeah. So I would say with this, this company. Like, so I'm totally telling these guys what to do. I would say price it at like 32, or price it at 55. And I know that sounds stupid, but what I'm saying is you have to differentiate yourself because at 40 dollars, I can pick up 8,000 bourbons right now. Yep. Like it's so it's such a glutted market. It's so saturated that like it's hard to pull yourself out of the the doldrums of what that is. Either price it low, price it high, and make a fucking you know attach a golden key to it, or attach a fucking yeah. you know do something quirky and fun sure. to make the bottle cost more. But this dead zone of forty dollars for bourbon, we're yeah. starting to see it. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We just walked the aisles over at the wheel and right that, that's where everyone's kind of at dude and it, i mean and i get it because you're kind of 
now it's the it's the keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. It's it's what do we charge for our stuff? We put as much time as they did. We paid for as much as they. And by the way, malted barley, rye, fucking corn, as silly as this sounds, wheat, all of it is more expensive now. This last year, the 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 increase of cost for distillers and brewers, especially for beer, is bananas. Yeah. Shit's gone up like 40%. Base materials. So the fact that we're still getting good fucking bourbon, yeah. 40 years in barrel at $37, $38. I mean, we're we're mincing yeah. words. We right? are. We are. We're, we're splitting hairs here. Yeah. This is a really nice beer. I, th- I think so, too. I don't want to shit on it. No, we're not shitting on it at all. It's just we have to be you know honest in our... Um, you know, evaluation. Yeah. I mean, we want you guys to, if you're going to spend money and buy the shit we're talking about, we want to fucking be real with you guys. But um, isn't Tom Brady from Michigan? He or, went to, he went to college in Michigan. Right. He's from California. Uh, he's I was a, just going to give everybody more reason to hate Tom Brady. He's or a Bay area guy. He is. God, he's a Cali kid. Yep. God, yeah. no wonder everybody hates us. Yeah. The two best produced, quarterbacks of the last 20 years are both from like, the San Francisco, Northern oh, California area. Fucking chill, bruh. 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 <laughs> uh, anyway. My dad's a sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's going to be my daughter in five years. I'm going to hate her, too. We're going to have a hate relationship. Um, I love you, boo-boo. Yeah, she's, you, you got a smart kid, too, which kind of sucks. It was crazy. I know. <laughs> I, was, I'm, sometimes I wish I had a dummy of a kid. You know, I know what I but mean? you don't. But I don't. No. No. Um, he outsmarts me on the reg. Well, low bar. Um, but <laughs> you like that one? I, I was trying to spit take you. Um, <laughs> almost. I almost it blew funny. it on my nose. It was funny. <laughs> we uh we went to go watch the superb owl, I believe they call it. Um what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um the Super Bowl. We we figured if we weren't going to go to a house party, quote unquote, we didn't want to drive. We don't want to no. make it weird. No. So we went to our favorite football establishment, Jabo's. Right. Brought the kid. Right. We were all there having a great time, and it was amazing the reaction. They haven't seen her in like a long time, and they're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Like you're turning into like. She's a woman. A young lady. Yeah. And they were looking at me with that fear in their eyes. I'm like, you fucking stop it right now. (laughs) You stop looking at me. I already know what I'm in. Um, But watch the Super Bowl. Um, It was, and we made a commitment, me and Rex. Number one, we ordered all of our vittles that we love from that establishment. Because this is kind of our goodbye. Yeah. Tater skins. You know what I'm saying. Dave's way. Dave's way, brother. Um. (laughs) Ordered all that shit, had a great time. Super Bowl started. Very defensive first half. Yes. It was, it, but well played, right? I thought it was fun to watch. Very well played. And then the halftime show came on. We made a commitment prior to getting there that we would leave after the halftime show. Sure. I've never seen so many boomer white people oh jumping up and down Yeah, as I saw that day over that halftime show. Oh, it was really good dude so we were we we were saying like best halftime shows fucking prince prince in the rain singing singing purple, purple rain was i think still the best super bowl halftime show moment i wouldn't ever. even argue with you beyonce was really good too. beyonce was great um 
It's weekend hard. was great last year. Weekend was great last year. It's hard to put this one as anything other than number one, though. The vibe that caught, like, I was in a room with 100 mountain white people, let's yeah. be honest. And so Rex was laughing. And they just lost Rex. their shit. Dude, Rex was crip walking yeah. in the fucking bar. It was dope. She was fucking getting after it. But it was funny because these are all you forget. That even though this is a, a a genre of music that like I'm hyper protective of, right. just because I was like I'm like you don't fucking say anything, you forget how amazingly ubiquitous this music has become. These are everybody's high school years, everybody's early college years, yeah. and you get these fifty year old guys on stage. Yeah. That doesn't happen in rock unless it's maybe the Foo Fighters. Sure. It doesn't happen. You get these 50-year-old guys on stage and everybody's jumping up and down. And it was fucking like I almost like shed a tear only because yeah. of the art form has, has come so far. It was very spontaneous and real. Like It felt like it. But it just was a visceral. Was it was a visceral reaction to the music. Except with fat. Dude, 50 looked like a ham. Yeah, he he's, like a, a he's a dollar. He looked like a ham in a wife beater. <laughs> he's a like, buck and a like half. Like if you at got this a sp- spiral cut honey baked ham, hung it from your ceiling and threw a wife beater on it, that would be fitty. Yeah, yeah. Um, aside Kendrick, from Kendrick was Kendrick. fire, fire brother. Oh my god, we gonna be all right, that was dude. And dope. put his put his banger on it. And God, I love that. Oh, that was dope. That's the Prince of Compton, by the way. Yeah. So. And it was funny because they did this whole staging and like Dre comes up with the keyboards, with the mixing board rather. And then everybody starts spitting. And even that kind of like corny shit that, I mean, it's funny to say when the chronic came out, it was like a big fucking deal when it came out. That was like three summers of our lives was the chronic. Don't get it twisted. But it's become, Snoop's become kind of a... uh, He's almost a caricature of himself at this point. Hundred um, percent. He's a par- almost a parody of himself. But then those songs came on, and the vibe was hitting. And they had a Tams. They had a Tams fucking um, restaurant. Tams is a fa- dude. Rex used to eat at Tams with her mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was so nostalgic. Fucking. I guess they told M not to kneel, and he kneeled at the end of the song. Yeah. Like there was some like moments in that. And by the way. Mary came on. Oh my! I looked over at God. Rex, and she looked at me. She was like, "God damn, yeah. Mary, what is happening to you right now?" Yeah, girl is fifty-two years old. Dog, she got two like, C's, thick with oh, two C's. Yo, <laughs> looked good. She looked beautiful. Beautiful. That was the best halftime show I've ever seen. Yeah, she was amazing, man. And then the subsequently the rest of the game. Talk yeah. about the rest of the game. What did you think about the second half? I thought the rest of the game was. I mean, I guess my big takeaway from that Super Bowl, which was I thought was fun, it was entertaining. It's not the greatest Super Bowl we've ever seen. But it was seen, good. But it was really good. Yeah. Um, it was highly competitive. They got the wrong MVP, as much as I love Cooper Cup. Aaron Donald fucking destroyed that game. You know how the they never half. like to give fucking defensive guys. I know, MVP. but dude, he owned that. It's Aaron game. Donald. Owned it. Is it. Do you think at the end of the day. They tried to block him with one guy for the entire second <laughs> half? How'd that work out? never happened. How'd that work out? They didn't block him once. Yeah. Um, My question to you is, at the end of the day, there's there's those guys, Reggie White, right? Oh, Um, he's in there. He's going to be on the Rushmore, right? There's got to be a room in the Hall of Fame for Reggie, LT, Aaron Donald, maybe JJ. I don't know. 
He's I, in that neighborhood. He's but gonna like, be eventually. You know, I mean, um, I, I don't, I don't know. But if yeah, he, like he's yeah. he's an all timer. Yeah, I like agree. don't even wait five years. Give him the jacket. He's in. No, like, he's, he's in be, Tom Brady territory. He's not. He's gonna be a first pass, no non vote. Like not just even, give him yeah. the jacket, brother. Just move on. Um, <laughs> the guy's an amazing player, it, and it's crazy to be on a team with Von Miller and put Von Miller to shame. I mean, that's how good you are, right? I mean, scary, unbelievable, unbelievably good, and made the biggest play of the Super Bowl. I mean, he's yeah. he's he won the game. Yeah. Now, interesting. We all know. Well, not the Dolphins, but we all know what it's like to win a Super Bowl. And uh, <laughs> they won a couple. <laughs> just relax. The year um, I was born, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's only been forty-five <laughs> years. Um, but no. We all know the fucking hang the Super Bowl hangover. Famously, New England didn't really feel that hangover very nope. often. But that now I'm a big player. I can be traded. I'm going to get all my money. So typically, yeah. Super Bowl teams get blown to pieces. They get um, picked apart. They get picked apart, and that's part of the deal. Absolutely, it just happens. And now there's um, a bunch of retirement talk. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald might retire. They're talking about Sean McVay might fucking retire and go what into the G. booth. What a G. At what, 30? He's 36. Fucking years old or whatever he is. Just yeah, retire. But, yeah, but he's got a haughty wife. He has a mansion in fucking California and he gets to just G out. And just be done. The rest of his life. And if he waited 15 years and decided to do it again, he'd be the hottest commodity on the planet. Like, easily. Someone would scoop him in a heartbeat. Easily. You know what I mean? Um, it's going to be a very different uh, scenario next year. OBJ's free agent. Yeah. Well, no, that team's going to get blown to pieces. I'm more excited about what's going to, where whoever is going to land is going to land. If Russell Wilson's going to land somewhere, if Aaron Rodgers is going to land somewhere, it's going to change the entire Roethlisberger's retiring. There's going to be this entire landscape of the NFL is not going to look the same way it looked this year. No, no Tom Brady. No, like, the Dude, next two months are going to be this feels fascinating. Like, it feels like a reset button. Yep. Literally. Yep. We've had the same stalwarts for years. Right. And now we're going to get to see what a fresh and clean looks like. Granted, you're still going to have Mahomes. You're still going to have Josh Allen. You're still going to have fucking, uh, yeah. uh, fucking the Bungles. You're still going to have fucking those teams and those players being effective. But, man, this is going to be interesting. I'm very excited about next year. Um, the ones they all, I will say this about Matt Stafford, and honestly, I would put Matt Stafford ahead of Cooper Cup for the MVP as well. I would have gone Aaron Donald, then Matt Stafford, then Cooper Cup. I just think that last quarter was that so stupid. Fucking no look throw that Matt Stafford pulled off on that drive oh. to Cooper. Yeah. I mean, people don't ever think about him in the same regard as like a Patrick Mahomes or what have you. Right. Uh, He's been doing that Patrick Mahomes shit for fucking 12 years. Well, he had years. to. It was survival in Detroit. Yeah. And now he has that skill set. But I will say Cooper Cup, I, I, good for you, Bubba. Oh, no. He's a baller. He just had the best, like, I mean, I guess Calvin arguably, Johnson. Arguably one of the best years ever. Calvin Johnson, um, by the way, his quarterback was Matt Stafford as well. Just saying. Uh, that was a pretty big year. Randy Moss had that huge year with with uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, 
Um, Cooper Cup's right there, right there behind him. And and the thing about and you could argue the order. Yeah, and the, the what made it impressive was that last quarter was when everybody's hurt, everybody's down, and you literally are lining up knowing that they're going to him, and he, and he continued to fucking ball. Yeah, it was a it was a very impressive performance, it, and we'll see what happens next year. Super clutch, superb owl. I guess. <laughs> that was all I need to say. Um, but very fun. I love you know, that these reference. are the do- these are the dog days of fucking. We're gonna get in the dog days of summer where it's just all trade talk and blah blah blah. Yeah, we yeah. won't. We won't bother you with that. No, instead, no. let's talk about Ukraine. We're gonna talk about something fun. <laughs> um, as we record this on a beautiful Friday early evening. God damn, it's beautiful in Durango right now. And remember, we talked last week about it being like they were kind of like cock teasing us with spring, and then we got dumped on. Obviously, but God, you walk out today and it's just like, yes. Um, who's not enjoying the weather is the country of Ukraine. Um, as we record this right now, Russia is doing everything from false flag bombings. Um, they are um, doing blatant outward lying to try to justify their invasion of the Ukraine. The Ukrainian people have said um, they do not want to... Um, have anything to do with Russia. They want to join NATO. They need NATO help. Um, Biden just came out on a press conference today and said, we will continue to help the Ukraine um, without boots on the ground. And we talked about a couple weeks ago. I'm glad that we talked about that because my biggest concern was boots on the ground. We're not going to do that. We're going to do what I thought would be the best move. Not saying I thought of it. I'm just saying I agreed with the, the bigger brains, which is heavy, heavy sanctions and support uh, with weaponry uh, to the Ukrainian people. Um, Russia is literally building red herrings and false flags to try to... They've said uh, the Ukrainians are committing genocide among their own people. They've said that the Ukrainians are like bombing their own people. And they're just going to go in to help. Meanwhile, Russia on the Russian over the Russian border has built fucking triage, uh, fucking uh, field hospitals. No bullshit. They're building, and it's just exercises. They're not invading. Um, they've built bridges over rivers, yep. field hospitals. <laughs> and Bobby, you're in the military. When you're in a military exercise, is it standard to build field hospitals? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, okay. I was just wondering. I mean, come on, dude. Kind of. 20 not, miles from a border. No, not what they're doing. Yeah. This is bullshit. What this is clear, right? Yeah. This is clear. So the we basically went in and said, "Listen, we are we will be we will we will provide diplomacy. We'll accept diplomacy up in, until which time you fucking invade. At yeah. that point, diplomacy is off the table, and we are going to sanction the shit out of you, which unfortunately involves the people of Russia. Sure, they're going to pay the price. And I don't know anywhere to square that circle, but." Yeah. The Ukrainian people are sitting there going, we're a sovereign nation. You're invading. I don't know. And there's so many apologists for Russia that are just like, no, you don't understand. They're most A lot of the country wants to be Russian citizens. This is utter propaganda. Of course. Unbelievable. So all of NATO is putting their support behind the Ukraine. Not so much boots on the ground. Thank God. Trust me. I don't want that either. But to we are going to this might be the biggest round um, that we had our uh, we had our um, 
the gentleman that handles those types of things for the United States, and I can't think of his name right now, he came out and he said, this will be the strongest, most aggressive set of sanctions that has ever happened yeah. across the world against Russia. And Russia, by the way, already broke. And this military buildup has even depleted their money more. Yeah. So I don't know what they think. You know, this is going to fuck shit up with them in China. This has huge global yeah, yeah. repercussions. Um, very scary. Like we said before, we said it a few weeks ago. Scary to think a country can just march into your country and just take your shit. Yeah. And that's what's happening. It's very 1940s. Feels weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it very. Feels it's weird. different. Yeah. Yeah. So. The unfortunate part of that is <clears throat> the people of Russia are not going to hate Putin. They're going to hate the people that are that are giving the sanctions, which is us. Um, Putin is anti-America, so chances are this is going to galvanize the Russian people people against us, which is a very unfortunate blowback of this entire thing because they don't get the same access to media as we do. Right. So RT isn't doing stories on this. No. You know, they're towing the company line, right? So I don't know, man. I, I just, it, it it's a sad. And then who's on the border of Ukraine? Poland. Who's on the border of Ukraine? You know, Uzbekistan. There's the Kazakhs. There's, there's you know, it, it just, what's the difference between annexation and war? Like, <laughs> it's right. just a nice way of saying it. Dude. Yeah. Like, 100%. I don't know, man. It just scares me. I don't, I don't, you know, they're, they've pulled out nuclear or artillery, the long range nuclear, not the ICBM shit, yeah, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like the tactical, quote the tactical unquote, nukes. nuclears, yeah. they, those are there. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is fuck terrifying. What's terrifying, going on, brother. Yeah. Um, from a military, like you're in the, like, what do you think would be, what do you think? Do you think the U.S.'s response is, is sane? And what do you think ultimately, like, say they, because we're, while we're recording this right now, they could be doing this right now. No bullshit. We no are doubt within about it. hours of an invasion. What do you think? So, what do you think could happen? I mean, diploma, diplomatically, you have to go through the process. You know what I mean? Like, and that includes sanctions. And, but ultimately, if Russia decides they're going in, they're going in. And so they're going to put, the U.S. on the horns of a dilemma, basically, and make them make a choice. How are you going to fucking do this? Are you going to let it happen or are you going to get involved? You know what I mean? Now, I would also say they don't really want us involved. You know what I mean? Of course like, not. And they we, need, and they, they're going in for some mineral rights and they're going in to dude, fuck, you soil know. soil and yeah, gas and all 100%. that shit. 100%. They're going in for some goods because, like you said, Russia is struggling economically. Yeah. And this is just a, you know, common sense solution for those guys for a nightmare psycho like fuck. He's a gangster. Putin he is a gangster. Is, he's Tony Soprano. He's a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. That's what he is. And we're not gangsters. Right. Mm. So we have to approach things maybe like in a in a, a more like um, <laughs> I don't want to use the word pussy <laughs> but like we have to fucking be measured be measured that's a good way to put it um we have to be measured yeah in our response somebody's got to be the adult you know and um, it's not like we're just like sitting pretty either no well no listen these sanctions and the weapons we're giving them is no joke 
Like we are yeah. providing them with as many tools to stop this as yeah. possible. Our goal isn't to get in a conflict. Our goal is to stop it. Make no bones about it. And by the way, no nuclear things are going to happen. There's 0.0% chance of that happening. Right. Never but if, happen. if this but, happens, regardless, like if Russia decides to take the Ukraine, they're, they're probably going, going they're in. They're taking the Ukraine. Yeah. And nobody is going to boots on the ground stop them. The only no. thing we can do is hopefully, and this sounds so horrible to say, but this is some Napoleonic shit. Starve them out. Yeah. We have to cut them off from every resource in the world that they rely on until yeah. they just fucking kowtow. I don't have know to. what else to say. But short of like going in militarily, which uh, yeah, pre dude, a lot of you guys out there listening don't remember, but man, I grew up in my elementary school doing fucking nuclear test drills in my school and flipping over my desk. Yeah. It sounds silly, but we had war drills. We had nuclear weapon drills in class. And that was as as early as like the late 70s, early 80s. Yep. I We grew up with the threat of nuclear war. There was a fucking uh, miniseries called The Fucking Day After that scared scarred children across the fucking United States. Oh my God. States. Scarred it was one adults. Of the, one of the scariest things you've ever watched. I don't think they've ever re-released that, by the no. way. Which is... But it, but it was literally propagandist terror. Yeah. And it was supposed to scare you into believing that Russia is going to kill us in a Just nuclear war. Reagan era fucking oh, propaganda. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, you guys, I, bet that, I bet that is dog shit if you watched it today. Oh, it was probably just utter dog shit. <laughs> it was episode three of fucking Boba Fett. Yeah. Dog shit CGI. No, I'm kidding. Uh, any uh, any opportunity to shit on that. Um, anyway, a lot of stuff going in the world. Do me a favor, guys. I know life is hard. I've got a daughter. I've got a loved one. I've got a podcast. I got a radio show. I got a ton of work. Keep your ear to the ground. It's important, man. There's the the world is smaller and smaller and smaller. Do yourself a favor and and really try to understand what's happening. And I know it it feels like it's a million miles away, but trust me when I say it isn't. Everything affects everything right now. Whether you're a Canadian trucker cutting off goods and services to the the border of America, or whether you're Russia invading the Ukraine, these are all things that affect our lives. Um, regardless, as if you live in a subdivision and live in a bubble. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's important. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So we should we uh, take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a beat, dude. I heard. Word on the street is Word on the street. we have a famous sponsor. It's probably our biggest sponsor. This yet. is our biggest sponsor today, oh, yeah. correct? Yeah. It's okay. a big deal. All right, let's do it. All right. Talk to you guys in a minute. Hey, welcome to Tim Hortons. We stand in solidarity with the truckers, blocking all the highways and such. We got a new trucker special. Everything's going to be orange. We got gravy. We got chicken fried steak. We got mac and cheese. We got ketchup or catsup, if you prefer. We may suck at whiskey, but we're really serious about supporting our truckers in solidarity, eh? Yeah, you hosers. These true patriots, they're doing the right thing. So we're going to bring them the best coffee and donuts they've ever had. Amen, brother. You can sit back and enjoy one of our poutinis. It's gravy in a cup. 
We might be stopping hundreds of millions of dollars of commerce every day, eh? But we think it's all for a good cause. What we say in Canada is fuck St. Jude's. You guys should be donating into the trucker's cause. We got real problems. We have high gas prices. We have high gas prices. We have low access to flannel. This is a problem, eh? It's not going to happen by itself. Canadian truckers are the real heroes. Go to your local Tim Hortons. Buy a coffee. Buy a donut. It's going to taste good. It's going to taste white. We might be cutting off hundreds of millions of... Oh, wow, I went Irish, you went too. Irish too. Jesus Christ. Christ! <laughs> Hey guys, you can reach out to the Whiskey Reel at Linktree slash Whiskey Reel. You can call us or send us a text at 970-426-5344. Poutine is weird. <laughs> you can also send us an email <laughs> at whiskeyreel at gmail.com. We love feedback. Yeah, man. Mostly because we never get it. That's fine. <laughs> I think everybody's just scared, dude. We get a lot of street feedback. Yeah, we get street back. We get street back. I believe. Mad how, street back. I, I believe that's what the kids are calling it. I probably have like three to five people a day if I could bring up the whiskey room. Yeah. And it's usually just like in a weird off like, oh, by the way, I was listening to it and I don't think <laughs> this thing is right. Or you know what I mean? It's just some weird combative. And it comes from like people that I don't expect. Like someone's like, oh, yeah, I listen to your podcast. Or, like, are you fucking serious? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> don't listen to it. <laughs> it's like your loan officer at your yeah. bank. Yeah, you're, you're like, part of my community. I'd rather you not stop. listen. To um, or you get our number one G ass fan who is Dana. Dana, oh. Dana. Shout out um, to the liquor fairy. Shout out to the liquor fairy. Um, that's my guy right there, man. Uh, dropping it off on the regs. Um, and he's a fucking good guy. The only guy I know that comes up to me and tells me about what I've said that I don't remember. Don't remember any of that it's shit. Great. Remember that time three years ago <laughs> when you said that? You one said thing? that thing. Yeah. Nope. No. I'm gonna answer. My answer to that always is no. No, I don't. I. First of all, I never said that. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Oh. Prove it, Dana. Oh, it's recorded? Oh, oh shit. Yeah, we are um, Yeah, that's bad. The most reprehensible things we've ever said. <laughs> yeah, we recorded. Sent to the crypt. So stupid. <laughs> um, we talk a lot about things that we know and don't know. That's what we do. Um, but one thing we do know without a shadow of a doubt is media. Yes, sir. We know music. We know TV. We know movies. And if you think otherwise... Fucking bring it. Challenge us. We will fucking media off. We'll have a media off against anybody. I'll challenge anybody. Listen, with a shot. Pretty nerdy. We're hyper nerdy. Um, and uh, that's why I love us. Yeah. We're good at what we do. Um, that being said, we're gonna dive back into um maybe my favorite series. Because we talked a lot about Boba Fett. You know we like our Star Warses. You know we're going to be happy about Obi-Wan when it comes out. We're going to just engulf Obi-Wan's giant hog and tickle the balls. And we will just, we'll be so into it. I want to say right now, I was watching the finale of Peacekeeper with Peacemaker. What did I say? Peacekeeper? Peacekeeper. Wasn't that like a movie with George Clooney? Yeah. It's also the UN. It's weird. Yeah. That was Um, a weird. Nicole Kidman? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And George Clooney. Not a bad movie. Not a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. Sure. Um, so let's talk about The Peacekeeper. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get serious. Peacemaker. I said to Rex, we looked at each other and I said, James Gunn should be the Kevin Feige of DC. Yeah. Now, granted, James Gunn has commitments to Guardians and Marvel. He's Marvel now. I get it. He's going back. But it would be so smart of whoever runs that fucking property. That shit show that of a shit studio. show of inconsistent garbage yeah. to get a guy that could be a showrunner like Feige. Yeah. And I think James Gunn has a sensibility outside of maybe Batman who gets dark. And we'll talk a little bit about fucking Robert Pattinson later. But I think... He would be such a breath of fresh air to the properties like Flash and and he would be Aquaman and I think he would be great. He would he would breathe such life into it. He has such a knack for being relatable. He took one of the most unlikable characters in Suicide Squad. Yeah. And there were a few. Yeah. He took one of the most unlikable ones and now has turned him into maybe one of my favorite comic book people in the last three years. Sure. And a lot of that credit has to go to John Cena's performance. Dude. He's a revelation. What the fuck? In this fucking show. It's ridiculous. I mean, it ridiculous. sounds silly to say that because he was such a particular character. Right. But fuck, dude. He's so good. So good. And the writing. The writing is so good. Um, obviously it's the greatest opening credit sequence in the history of fucking cinema. It might be. I mean, it's fucking amazing. It I, might be. I usually hit skip intro on most things that I'm watching. I watch that intro every fucking time. Do you really? Every time. I, I do it on important episodes. <laughs> I just want to get in the mood. Oh man. Do you know what the and they bring in every fucking minor character in that show to do a dance number. Randos. And yeah, you're just like, wait, wait, who was that guy? Yeah. But uh, he's, Part of the fucking intro. And then intro. you figure it out. Yeah. Judo master. And the bl- the blonde girl is James Gunn's wife. Girlfriend. Smoker. She's a smoker. Yeah. She popped out on my uh, I wonder, Reddit feed because apparently she popped her boobies out for oh. uh, an American Pie movie. Would you look at that? And heavens to Murgatroyd. <laughs> Only you would bring that up. <laughs> uh, we were joking Rex and I um, there's a reason it popped up on Reddit. I, I, I wasn't the only one. <laughs> Rex and I were joking. Gee, I wonder how she landed that part. But credit to her. She does a fantastic job in the show. Like, I'm sure it helped being James Gunn's girlfriend. But she was but, great. But she was fucking awesome. And so was everybody else in that show. If you haven't watched it. And we don't even need to talk about the the, the spoilers of the final. No, I will no. say one of the best gory fight scenes in oh. comic book television history. Like this is the boys. Like you know how much we love the boys as a as a program. Like the podcast is big boys guys. This is like the boys with humor. Like it. it yeah. It has it's a lot a, less. There's not the sense of dire seriousness. Right. Like, it's more tongue-in-cheek. Yes. It, which makes this more relatable. Fucking that character in John Cena, 
I will now follow him if he wants to go into the fucking Fast and Furious or what, because there's a lane for those guys. <laughs> he is so fucking likable. Yeah. And he's lovable. There's like, a weird vulnerability it. to him. Yeah, I don't know. That's some shit. He's good, but Robert Patrick was fucking Robert Patrick off the he's charts. Amazing. Good, amazing. Um, the, the, all these uh, bit pieces. Baby girl that fucking plays Waller's daughter. Um, I can't remember her name in the show. Oh, but like, I, yeah, she's, especially amazing. in this she episode. Was on Orange in the new. Holy, Orange is the yes. new black is where. Oh she my. Was. Gosh. She's phenomenal. Um, so fucking and so, vigilante or whatever his name is, dude. Vigilante is the shit. Hysterical. Uh, I one spoiler that I want to breakout star, which breakout star easily. He needs his own shit because yeah. he's a psychopath. Yes. Um, one thing that I thought was awesome they did a they did a call back on the final episode. I'm not going to spoiler everything. Just let it be known that it was super satisfying, and that. A joke, a running joke within it is, why don't you just call the fucking Justice League? Yeah. And then <laughs> oh at the gosh. end, you see silhouettes of Superman, Aquaman, Flash, and Wonder Woman in a silhouette. So you don't know if the actors are there, right? And so fucking Peacemaker, after this big, long process, walks out and goes, it's about fucking time you show up or some bullshit yeah, yeah. like that. Like, little late or yeah. some shit like that. And lo and behold... Here we have fucking Momoa in Flash. I forget the actor's name. Yeah. But the actors that play Momoa in Flash were just like, they made a little cameo. And it oh, made it so really funny. fucking cool and special. <laughs> and I hope they fucking incorporate the character. Because it's, yo, I don't know. I I don't know on TV if they made, I love, like, I love Daredevil. I love, like, I, yeah. I thought that character was phenomenal to watch and, like, watch progress. But man, they did in fucking eight episodes what most people haven't done in seasons of yeah. trying to do character development. Super fun. So give James Gunn DC. Yeah. Just give it to him. Yeah. Make it all tongue in cheek. Outside I'd be of cool Batman. With that. Outside of Batman. Because Batman's got to be dark and dirty. Yeah. I mean, are you excited about the new one? I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic about how that's going to go everything you've seen looks but from what i've seen it looks great oh yep. dude yeah it dude. looks great yeah dude uh old fucking and shit. i i like pattinson like i know he gets shit on a lot I, but like why do you okay at this point he he gets shit on because of because twilight. twilight but go watch lighthouse go watch movies. cosmopolis Go watch movies where he's actually acting, and yeah. he's fucking good. Dude. He's really good. So this is he fucked dark- FK Twigs, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he did. The guy's a baller. Yeah, he's kind of. Baller. He's doing okay. I know that's your benchmark for baller. I mean, what? I mean, you're gonna talk to Shia LaBeouf, just a beautiful woman of color that has a gap in her teeth. Shia the Beef. I'll take it. Didn't Shia LaBeouf like? knock her around or something oh maybe yeah, i don't know he's bad. a piece of shit he's kind of a piece of shit um yeah be nice to my girl man be nice be, come on you better be good come on to be twigs. kind baby be kind to twigs bro um that being said great series if you haven't watched it we can't overstate it enough to watch this show thank you right okay um other media that we've been listening to and watching what have you been listening to and watching <clears throat> well as i often do i've been watching a lot of old shows because i just have monumental time to kill <laughs> <laughs> so fuck the new shit 
<laughs> um, no, I've been watching After Party, which you're not caught up on yet. No, um, I still love that show every week. I'm gonna I'm, fucking. I'm gonna take it before so next good. episode. I promise. Okay, it is so good, man. Like, I mean, Tiffany Haddish is just kills me, which is crazy. Because kills me, dude. I, I have a, I have a Haddish. Me and her have beef, and I don't know why. What? Yeah. Okay. Because I like her stand up, but yeah. like I think she's a tr- very trite actor. Yeah, she's super good in this. Okay. I, I can't it's wait to watch it. It's quirky, it's weird. It's a little out of her lane. I mean, she's definitely brings like her haddish her stuff energy. to it, her energy. Right. Um, but it is a very quirky, weird character okay. that she plays in this show. How about show. this next by next week I will be caught up. I would love that because it's about to wrap up anyway, so that would be perfect timing. Um, The cast is phenomenal. I mean, everyone in this fucking show is a straight. You said Ben Schwartz is in it. Oh my god, that's all I need. God, dude, John Raffio, dude. We talked about it last week with Blake. You couldn't hear it, but you, yeah, we talked about it last week. (laughs) It was really good. <laughs> it's really good. You, should, you guys should hear it. Speaking That'd be amazing if I could make you hear that. Speaking of hearing it, what have you been hearing lately, my friend? What I've heard yes, is that the Foo Fighters are becoming thrash metal legends. You mean those old guys? <laughs> those old fucks. That, well, one, that one guy that just... Dude, have you seen the Dave Grohl horror fucking... Uh, whole fucking uh what, what's it called the, the, I, the there, I don't know. there was an extended there was an extended release of a fucking oh yeah 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 um, short yeah, yeah they did about this movie and dave Grohl turns into a demon and kills all the guys yeah, in the band exactly but this yeah. is like a feature film it's a feature film um and they're scoring it with thrash metal their own thrash metal yes. so is it the same guys in foo yes Oh my God! So Pat Stain, like Sunny Day real estate guy, pretty sure. Taylor, pretty sure. Yeah. Taylor, fucking drug addict guy. Now, obviously, they're rebranding it as Dream Widow, <laughs> which is fucking all which right. hysterical. Perfect. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. Um. So they re- had they've released like two songs, I think, off the album. The album drops next month. I think. I need to hear that. 100%. So this is soundtrack to the movie. So basically, it's kind of scoring it, soundtracking uh, it. Yeah. That's what my understanding okay. is. I don't know exactly. Dave Grohl might know a little bit about thrash. Well, yeah. I mean, he's Just a saying. metal guy. Just saying. Dave Grohl kind of introduced the world to Caius. No, he did introduce. You know the world what I mean? Caius. He was the biggest Caius fan ever, uh, ever. But but they're not thrash. No. But Grohl grew up listening to Anthrax. Sure. Listening to like, who didn't? He listened like he probably has Scott Ian on fucking speed dial. So. Oh no, I guarantee he does. Who, by the way, has made some poor music decisions lately. I would like to see like Mike Patton, Grohl, all those Ooh, guys. I want to see. Okay, right now, right now, four piece only. So we're going vocals, bass, drums, guitar. Okay, dream well, obvi- four piece. Obviously, Mike Patton's on vocals. Okay, that's not even up for debate. It's hard to fucking put against it. Yeah. Um, if I could resurrect Jeff Buckley, I would. But, but Mike Patton's my guy. All right, let's go. I mean, you're going to put Grohl on the drums, dude. Right. 100%. I'm actually with you this whole way through. Okay. Ooh, now now it gets a little trickier. Um, 
my sensibility, I would love to hear Melanie Parsons on bass from uh, Royal Thunder. You're such a fucking chud. I, 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 no, no, I just, you gorf a specific kind of cock. I, I, <laughs> hot tattooed girls playing bass right. guitar. That's I, your thing. Yeah, you're okay, right. What, on, what an idiot who's on I am. <laughs> who's on guitar? Who is on guitar? Um, what what is our genre? What is our specific matter. genre? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Breaking genres. Probably Morello. Ooh, that's weird. And dude, he would fit right in with Melanie. Like they both are kind of booze based. Blues based. So weird. That is a weird band. It would be a really weird band. It's kind of cool though. It'd be badass. Okay. Or just a cacophony of nightmare Or just nightmare sounds. noise. Yeah. <laughs> they should just call it nightmare noise. What would yours be? Oh, I like your first two. Okay. Because, you know, I'm as big a fan of those two young yeah, men. Yeah. Um, so if you go Pat and Vocals, who can do literally anything. Anything. You go Dave Grohl Drums, who can literally do anything. Anything. I'm going to go over Quirked. Over Quirk. Okay. I'm going to go Claypool bass. Uh, I like it. Just because, you know what? If we're going to fuck this up, it's a let's bold. just fuck this up. That would be a bold move. Um, And then go fucking, and then go lay some chunk down like Carrie King. Ooh, Carrie King. <laughs> let's go fucking. Slayer. Nuts to butts, brother. Slayer. Let's go Slayer with Claypool, Grohl, and Patton. Harry King. Fuck. No sleep till Brooklyn, baby. I like it. Let's go. I like it. What do we call That's the a good band? One. What do we call the band? Fucked off. <laughs> we call the band the Whiskey Reel. <laughs> That'd be we pretty should, cool. We should approach them. We should. I think they would. I think Ooh. they have time. You'd have to create a new word for supergroup. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up, bro. That would be preposterous preposterous <laughs> and then you get the weird fucking guy the, the in peacemaker they call him die beard oh yeah you get the weird die beard guy die beard. in in fucking uh silver sun pickups that plays the keyboards oh <gasps> i like it okay i like it all right i think we just made the super pooper group should we listen to a couple of seconds of uh i am dream so widow excited to hear dream widow go so the song that I picked out is called March of the Insane. <laughs> yes, it's so fresh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Oh, I want to get in a fucking hockey fight. Sort of, but not on skates. Well, no. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I would get my ass beat on yeah, skates totally. so hard. It's so hard. I'm always doing that like knock kneed falling down <laughs> thing when I'm on skates. <laughs> that was amazing, by the way. And. Oh, you no, gotta remember, um, these are a bunch of old men just fucking shredding nuts, letting it rip. 
shredding that. Yeah. And I love it. It couldn't be happier. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It reminds me a little bit of what we heard from Bungle in their last album. Um, Ooh, with with lesser know. lesser vocals. And, and le- no Lombardo. overall amazingness. Yeah, no Lombardo in that yeah, fucking this track. Don't yeah. compare. I literally went home after listening to that and bought a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that very often. Well, yeah. And by um, the way, if you haven't... I know we covered that last Bungle album on the... I think we covered it a lot. Go. Go get it. Get it. That is a ball-breaking album. Or your album. life is empty. Yeah, it and is. And this sounds amazing. Sick. This sounds back like... I'm sure they're in the studio because D- Grohl's got like a, a studio in his Calabasas home in L.A. or my own neck of the woods. And he's got like a whole full studio built under his house. And I'm sure he was just like, let's go full thrash. And they were like, yeah, let's fucking shred it out. 100%. And it sounds amazing. And it's mixed extremely well. Yes. His vocals sound fucking awesome. Man, very impressive for a thrash album like from 50-year-olds. Go fuck yourself. We can we can still do it, and I say it's, we because we're I'm fifty. It's funny that forty nine. Everything that Dave Grohl touches, I fucking adore, except for the Foo Fighters. That is not my I don't music. Know. I thought that f- man. There are songs from the few fi- f- the few fighters the few the fighters. Foo Fighters that I love. That first album when he did it all himself is a in the lexicon of late nineties, early two thousands, like. That grunge shit, like post Nirvana, like rock shit, is like fingernails and all that shit. That was a fucking great album, man. It's a little cleaned up and glossy for me. Call to Arms. You know what I mean? But when you hear that shit, they have a live album and it's fabulous. It is so much better. Dude, that, yeah, but you got to think about Everlong and those, those are, these are fucking. That is a seminal genre, fucking genre placing. But if I had to choose from Dave Grohl's properties, Foo Fighters would be last on my list. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Nirvana's always going to be number one, just because what they did for me. What he did on "Songs for the Deaf" with um, Queens of the Uh, Stone Age, dude, unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. Audio Slave. Audio Slave. Fucking. um, I saw their. Did I tell you I saw their first performance? Really? As audio slave? Shut up. The very first time they hit the stage, I saw it. That's cool. In, in LA. And I didn't, we, nobody knew they were si- seeing him. All of a sudden, the stage turned, and I was like, is that Cornell? Yeah. And then I was like, when they use my guitarist. Uh, <laughs> who, Morelli? <laughs> oh, Morelli, dude. Yeah. Um, that was a. He likes, dude, great album. Yeah. Um, Anywho. The two following weren't as great. But. Nah, little trait. Um, I'm going to go with a... I'm, dude, I'm selling out, guys. Sorry. I sell out sometimes. You guys know I love me some old-ass hip-hop. Um, and I will continue to do so. But I also love giving credit where credit is due to the new booties, the new youth, man. And uh, everybody knows... Jack Harlow, what's poppin', all that shit. And he's he's kind of a... I always consider him kind of corny when he came out, just because he looks corny. But I will tell you what, this kid grinds, man. He he puts in work. He's been putting in work for a long time. You can find fucking videos of this kid when he was 
14 trying to like spit lyrics in his suburban household in the bathroom type shit. <laughs> and it's funny. And he's a just a he's a goofy curly head kid. But I'll tell you what. He is trying to become a, a really refined artist. Not unlike Drake. Remember Drake when Drake was a meme prior to being fucking uh, quote unquote the goat, which he's so not. We can get into an argument later about that, um, especially because of that last album, which was fucking dog shit. I really respect this kid for his grind set. Um, he really is putting it on. And this shit is kind of hype, dude. And it, it, he's trying to do the swaggy shit. And I, I appreciate it. But the track is fucking fire. He sounds great on it. It's called Nail Tech, like Nail Technician. So all, all you girls know what a nail tech is. So he's trying to put it on. So enjoy. Like it. I caught the vibe that y'all giving off and I'm trying to make myself less like it. This chick got a little Porsche body. I might let the bro test drive it. It's hard for me to get excited. I love little this Porsche body. Yeah, right. I like that. And this wave coming up next out it. Riding around in the shotgun and her test it. Hanging both of my legs out it like, what's up? I got stakes and they too hot now. I can't fuck up. I like girls that's down to earth so don't be stuck up. I don't take L's. I give them out and I chuck them up. First listen, they hearing this shit like, what the fuck? Ten toes, that's my M.O. Fam over gram, that's my M.O. Fuck a close friend. Yo, <laughs> fam over gram, that's yeah, my like M.O. That. I like um, that a lot. I'm not even on the gram, but I, I appreciate the sentiment, young man. Keep doing what you're doing, by the way. Um, you're doing it right. Yeah, you're not. He's got like on. a, like, he's like Little Dicky with swag, like. <laughs> <laughs> he's a non-self-effacing little exactly yeah yeah <laughs> you know and by the way love or hate that guy that guy had his moment where he he is put it this way i would not want to battle little dicky put Fuck it that no. way. i don't want to no. battle him no. and you could think he's corny or whatever corny as hell but, but as a <laughs> literal mc you do not want to fuck with that guy yeah. He's not to be fucked with. Um, that being said, that was a great. I think we had great songs this week. I I think so too, man. I that was so fun. Too. That was yeah, back to our traditional setup. Yeah, we're in our lanes. Yeah, as yeah. they say, <laughs> we're keeping have- <laughs> on brand. On brand, brother. Um, <laughs> this is the time where we go into our pearls. We clutch them. We clutch them, and we 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 speak truths unto ourselves. Truths. Truths. With an S. It's a very shitty word to say. Um, do you have something? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be inside baseball. No one's going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's but, funny. like, we had a conversation, a text conversation, because if something amazing happens in my life, I have to let you <laughs> motherfuckers know, like, immediately. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> and uh, it was an, an interesting event that transpired. I had an event that I'm not going to discuss specifically, no. but, like, what I realized is that I should never say that shit to Sean because Sean, our brother is going to be on next week. And I know goddamn well, I know goddamn well, he is going to fucking bring this shit up and he's going to make sure that I have to tell this story, which I won't because this was a private moment. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's something that has not happened to a lot of people and I'm proud of myself in a weird way. (laughs) But like, <laughs> as Dale Soul used to say, plug one, 
Plug two, <laughs> plug one. Plug two, <laughs> plug one. Plug, plug, <laughs> plug two being the... <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> it was just a ridiculous moment and uh, I'm never going to forget it. Um, but I guess my pearl out of that would be discretion yes, <laughs> is sometimes bitch. important yes, and bitch. don't tell Sean Moriarty everything that's on your fucking mind just because you feel like you need to like swag out a little bit and like tell people <laughs> like some fun shit <laughs> some really fun shit don't say it to the don't wrong say people. it to that moron yeah well especially I don't have to make it specifically about Sean <laughs> everybody's got a Sean <laughs> I was going to say, if you told it to his left eye, his right eye wouldn't know about it for a week. Wouldn't even know about it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Discretion. I get you, brother. I get you. My thing, my thing is this. Check this out. <laughs> okay. We've all been bad people, right? And sometimes you get caught being a bad person, right? People go, yo, did you do this? And you're like... Even if you deny it, there's that weird little thing in you where you know you did it. And even if you're a good liar, there's like tells and shit. And if you're close to somebody, I just got it like, I just had an experience where somebody asked me a question that was like a fucking crazy question. And it was clearly not, my answer was so clearly no. And I almost felt like I had to sell it even though I knew it was no, because life is so fucking quirky. Like, like we've been put in situations where you're asked questions and you're like, should I say this? Should I not say it? And blah, blah, blah. I was asked a very direct, very ominous question. And I gave the correct answer and the truthful answer. And even after I answered it truthfully, I still went, Oh my God, did I say the right thing? Like, which is a weird spot to be put in because you want the person that you're with to feel completely 100% comfortable with your answer. And I answered it 100% truthfully, but it was almost like I always wondered if you're taking the lie detector test and you're so nervous and they ask you, like, fucking, have you ever flew with wings? And you said no, but you were nervous. Would it click yes? Yeah. Feel me? Like, I just felt so, like, weirdly, like, I I answered it the only way I knew how, which was to be honest. And I don't know if that was, like, good enough. And it left me with a really weird residual feeling sure. of... I. I was 100% honest, but was I honest enough? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's weird. So I guess my come away from it is if you're going to if you're going to take a beat and take a moment to answer questions, especially from people you love, understand that it is hard for them to ask the question that you're answering. It's not about you necessarily. It's about them asking the question. So if somebody said did you bury the body and you say no, the fact that you, they asked, did you bury the body probably took a long time for them to get to. So be, don't always act, you know, 
in like violently in response. I don't mean violently, like I, I should say combatively. So if somebody says, did you steal that? You probably shouldn't go, what the fuck you mean? Did I try to recognize the base of why they said that and go, no, I didn't steal that. Let me help you figure that out. I think that's the, the, the very moderated, even keeled response to a question that you may see initially as being like combative. Right. Right. Okay. Don't be combative. I got you. Speaking of combative, next week. Yeah. Sean Moriarty. Sean OG. Moriarty. Coming back. I will Ukraine his butthole. It's good. <laughs> There's three things we know better than anyone else in the world. Hockey. Shitty bear. And wife beaten. Go Canucks. <laughs> Do you ever notice Canucks rhymes with cocks? I don't like it. I'm on a movement to change Canuck. <laughs>